Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for Godzilla, part one of two. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. Indeed, subscribe one and all, because Godzilla is a international legend. I'm surprised we haven't read his page already, but here we go. Godzilla. For the film franchise, see Godzilla franchise. For other uses, see Godzilla disambiguation. Godzilla, Gojira, is a fictional monster or kaiju in Toho Company Limited's eponymous media franchise, debuting in the self-titled 1954 film directed and co-written by Ishiro Honda. The character has since become an international pop culture icon, appearing in various media, 33 Japanese films produced by Toho, five American films, and numerous video games, novels, comic books, and television shows. Godzilla has been dubbed the King of the Monsters, and an epithet first used in Godzilla King of the Monsters 1956, the American localization of the 1954 film. I don't know. This is sounding a lot like a ripoff of Reptar. What are you talking about? Sounding a lot like Reptar. Yeah, because Reptar is a ripoff of Godzilla. I don't know about that. Really? Why don't you know about that? I don't know. I think maybe Godzilla might be a ripoff of Reptar. Really? How is that possible? Well... First of all, Godzilla was made in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. So that kind of seals the deal. 
Godzilla is a prehistoric reptilian monster awakened and empowered by nuclear radiation. With the nuclear bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and the Lucky Dragon 5 incident still fresh in the Japanese consciousness, Godzilla was conceived as a metaphor for nuclear weapons. Others have suggested that Godzilla is a metaphor for the United States, a giant beast woken from its slumber, which then takes terrible vengeance on Japan. As the film series expanded, some stories took on less serious undertones, portraying Godzilla as an anti-hero or a lesser threat who defends humanity. Later films address disparate themes and commentary, including Japan's apathy and neglect of its imperial past, natural disasters, and the human condition. I did not have any idea that there was so much symbolism and metaphor behind Godzilla. Godzilla has been featured alongside many supporting characters. It has faced human components such as the JSDF or other monsters, including King Ghidorah, Mechagodzilla, and Gigan. Godzilla sometimes has allies such as Rodan, Mothra, and Anguirus, and offspring such as Manila and Godzilla Jr. <laughs> Godzilla has also fought characters from other franchises and crossover media, such as King Kong, as well as various Marvel Comics characters, including S.H.I.E.L.D., the Fantastic Four, and the Avengers. Development. Naming. Although the process of creating Godzilla's first film is comprehensively recorded, exactly how its name came to be remains unintelligible. The most widely accepted report of its origin is that producer Tomoyuki Tanaka tamed, named the monster after a sturdy Toho worker was jokingly dubbed Kojira, a portmanteau of the Japanese words Gorira, gorilla, and Kujira, whale. The account has been acknowledged by Toho themselves. Director Ishiro Honda, producer Tanaka, special effects director Eiji Tsuburaya, producer Ikiro Sato and production head Iwao Mori with the Sato and Mori recalling that the employee was named Shiro Amikura. However, Honda's widow Kimi dismissed the employee name story as a tall tale in a 1998 BBC documentary on Godzilla, believing that Honda, Tanaka, and Subaraya gave considerable thought to the name of the monster, stating... The backstage boys at Toho love to joke around with tall stories, but I don't believe that one. Honda's longtime assistant director, Koji Kajita, added, Those of us who were closest to them don't even know how and why they came up with Gojira. Toho later translated the monster's Japanese name as Godzilla for overseas distribution. The first recorded foreign usage of Godzilla was printed in the Hawaii Tribune Herald on November 20th, 1955. During the development of the American version of Godzilla Raids Again 1955, Godzilla's name was changed to Gigantis by producer Paul Schraben, who wanted to create a character distinct from Godzilla. Characterization Within the context of the Japanese films, Godzilla's exact origins vary, but it is generally depicted as an enormous, violent, prehistoric sea monster awakened and empowered by nuclear radiation. Although the specific details of Godzilla's appearance have varied slightly over the years, the overall impression has remained consistent, inspired by the fictional Redosaurus, 
created by animator Ray Harryhausen for the film The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, Godzilla's character design was conceived as that of an amphibious reptilian monster based around the loose concept of a dinosaur with an erect standing posture, scaly skin, and anthropomorphic torso with muscular arms, lobed bony plates along its back and tail, and a furrowed brow. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you grow some lobed bony plates. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Thank you for listening to that message, everyone. Now, let's get back to Godzilla in action. Let's do it. Art director Akira Watanabe combined attributes of a Tyrannosaurus, an Iguanodon, a Stegosaurus, and an alligator to form a sort of blended chimera inspired by illustrations from an issue of Life magazine. To emphasize the monster's relationship with the atomic bomb, its skin texture was inspired by the keloid scars seen on the survivors of Hiroshima. The basic design has a reptilian visage, a robust build, an upright posture, a long tail, and three rows of serrated plates along the back. In the original film, the plates were added for purely aesthetic purposes, in order to further differentiate Godzilla from any other living or extinct creature. Godzilla is sometimes depicted as green in comics, cartoons, and movie posters, but the costumes used in movies were usually painted charcoal gray with bone-white dorsal plates up until the film Godzilla 2000 Millennium. In the original Japanese films, Godzilla and all the other monsters are referred to with gender-neutral pronouns equivalent to it, while in the English dub version, Godzilla is explicitly described as a male. In his book, Godzilla co-creator Tomoyuki Tanaka suggested that the monster was probably male. In the 1998 film Godzilla, the monster is referred to as a male and is depicted laying eggs through parthenogenesis. In the legendary Godzilla films, Godzilla is referred to as a male. I always thought Godzilla was a woman. Why do I think that? Probably because Godzilla is pretty hardcore. No, that's not it. Godzilla's allegiance and motivations have changed from film to film to suit the needs of the story. Although Godzilla does not like humans, it will fight alongside humanity against common threats. However, it makes no special effort to protect human life or property and will turn against its human allies on a whim. It is not motivated to attack by predatory instinct. It does not eat people and instead sustains itself on nuclear radiation and an omnivorous diet. 
When inquired if Godzilla was good or bad, producer Shogo Tamiyama likened it to a Shinto god of destruction, which lacks moral agency and cannot be held to human standards of good and evil. He totally destroys everything, and then there is a rebirth. Something new and fresh can begin. Abilities Godzilla's signature weapon is its atomic heat beam, also known as atomic breath. Nuclear energy that it generates inside of its body uses electromagnetic force to concentrate it into a laser-like hypersonic projectile and unleashes it from its jaws in the form of a blue or red radioactive beam. Toho's special effects department has used various techniques to render the beam from physical gas-powered flames to hand-drawn or computer-generated fire. Godzilla is shown to possess immense physical strength and muscularity, Haru Nakajima, the actor who played Godzilla in the original films, was a black belt in judo and used his expertise to choreograph the battle sequences. This is hilarious. I think that it is interesting because the battle sequences did often look pretty crazy. (laughs) I've never seen any of the movies. You've never seen a Godzilla movie? No, I mean, I've only seen very short clips of them, but no, I've never actually sat down and watched a Godzilla movie. Yeah, they're pretty great. I remember there's one Godzilla movie and one of the ones where he was actually supposed to be a good guy and Godzilla came in and fought the monster. And then at the very end, all the people were like, yay, Godzilla, Godzilla. And then he just blew fire on all the people. And that's how the movie ended. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Is that one of the originals or was that a more um, recent one? It's pretty old. Yeah, it was, it was one of the older ones. It was, it was very strange. I don't know if they meant for it to be him killing everybody, but it looked like he killed everybody. That's really funny. Godzilla is amphibious. It has a preference for traversing Earth's hydrosphere when in hibernation or migration can breathe underwater and is described in the original film by the character Dr. Yamain as a transitional form between a marine and a terrestrial reptile. Godzilla is shown to have great vitality. It is immune to conventional weaponry thanks to its rugged hide and ability to regenerate. And as a result of surviving a nuclear explosion, it cannot be destroyed by anything less powerful. One incarnation possesses an electromagnetic pulse-producing organ in its body, which generates an asymmetrical, permeable shield, making it impervious to all damage except for a short period when the organ recycles. I didn't know it had that ability. Various films, non-canonical television shows, comics, and games have depicted Godzilla with additional powers, such as... An atomic pulse magnetism, precognition, fireballs, convert electromagnetic energy into intensive body heat, converting shed blood into temporary tentacle limbs, an electric bite, superhuman speed, laser beams emitted from its eyes, and even flight. What? Well, it seems like they kind of went overboard in some of the non-canonical television shows, comics, and games. <laughs> I mean, like, Godzilla can do anything. I mean, the fact that Godzilla is amphibious was, like, <laughs> surprising enough, but to, to think that Godzilla can fly? It, wait, Godzilla being amphibious is not surprising considering that Godzilla comes from the sea. Is that part of it? Yeah, we just that we read it at the top of the this article. Oh, I don't know. That must have just, like, went right past me because that makes no sense to me. Yeah, Godzilla comes from the sea. In the very first Godzilla, they're screwing around like in the deep sea and they woke up Godzilla and Godzilla came out and was just wrecking shop on everybody. But 
I mean, just anatomically speaking, the fact that Godzilla would be amphibious makes no sense. Why? Well, like, where's his fins? He, on just, his back? But he has tons of fins on his back. But how does he breathe outside of water if he's amphibious? That's what being amphibious is. You can breathe in and out of water. Oh, that's true. Like a frog. <laughs> what are you talking I don't know. I don't know. Just something he breathe about- outside of water. He's amphibious, which means he can breathe outside yeah, of water. Yeah, yeah, No, I know. I just... Something about it, like, his body shape doesn't make any sense to be able to, like, swim that well. I don't know. I mean, his body shape doesn't make any sense to exist. Yeah, that's he's, true. He's a fake. He's not real. Yeah. I want him to be real. This has been the Wikipedia page for Godzilla, part one of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out and check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your favorite amphibian. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.